know, freezing free. So. All right, good afternoon, and welcome to another episode of the Just Ask Podcast. Here today, I have my longtime friend, colleague, you know, big brother, <laughs> <laughs> Giovanni Bonito. How are you today? I'm, I'm fine. I'm, I'm really fine. Thanks a lot for inviting me on this show. Um, I mean, when you told me about the podcast, I was really elated about it. And, and I mean, it's a no-brainer. I couldn't say no. I couldn't say no. So, I mean, I had to be here. Um, so, for our topic today, we'd like to speak about men's mental health. And it's an important topic to me because I think that mental health overall is really something that we try to suppress here in Jamaica. But I think men, especially being the, a lot of people think the gatekeepers of our society yeah. and stuff, we need to start being more open to all facets of health, especially mental, because your mental health can affect you in so many different ways, yeah, so true. many different facets, like from your little to your growing, and yeah. any sort of way you can think about it. And it can be literally the definition of success in the future. It is. So, me knowing you so long, what do you think about mental health? All right. So mental health, it's really a wide topic. It entails trauma, hurt, failure. Failure. Um, but really and truly, specifically, it's the emotional, social, and the psychological aspect of our health. Zooming in on mental health. Um, and that's, a, that, that's really the definition for it, the emotional, social, and the psychological well-being of somebody. Mm-hmm. Um, and, and I mean, as you said, it, mental health is so important. You can crumble if you don't really have your mental health in check. Um, so for me, that's really mental health. Um, being, well, being within a society where out of us bat- batter people for, you know thinking of themselves little or um, not being able to function properly in a specific part of society. What do you think are some mechanisms that we can use to try and uplift each other instead of doing like a disservice to the health? Because a lot of us forget the practice of teaching and start enabling people to hit them down when they're not really mentally wise, if that makes sense. Yeah. So for me, talking is important. I mean, if if you're going through something, my first initiative is to talk about it. Find somebody who you trust. Find somebody who you respect. Find somebody who you love. And portray what you have going on within you to them. Um, Kerr, you know, I have an issue. I've been struggling with this and that what is it that I can do or give me some opinions or help me? I think seeking help is something that we fail to do, especially in us men, Mm -hmm. because society has this impression of us that, you know, a man must be strong, a man must not be vulnerable, a man must always be there for himself and have everything figured out. But realistically, that's not true because Mm -hmm. a lot of us as men, um, we don't have that leisure to have everything sorted out. We go through so much, and I think 
we, we, are, we are afraid to talk about it because of, of the impressions that others will have of us. So, you know, I don't want my friend thinking that, oh, my girlfriend broke up with me and because of that, um, I'm this way, you know, I'm down and I feel like I'm at the lowest point in my life. So Self-doubt is a powerful thing. Exactly, it is. And when you have self-doubt, everything goes wrong for you. You can't be productive in your, in your work. If you're self-employed, you can't be productive in what you do. Um, you can't be productive in nothing at all that you do. The thing, if you want to go to the gym, you don't feel like doing it. If you want to eat, you don't feel like doing it. And then this overall has an effect on our body, not only our mind, because mental health obviously is about our head, our mind, but then it also has an effect on our body and how we go about doing everything in our day-to-day lives. Yeah, it can have effect. It can have, I try to preach to, especially my virgins, that it can have an effect on anything you do. It, yeah. Your mental health can be the reason why a lot of people think they're single. Yeah. I, I, your mental health can be the reason why you're overweight. Yeah. <laughs> it's yeah. because you have not yet tapped into that part of your mind that is telling you that you need to make that change in your life. Yeah. And that's completely mental. Yeah, it is. It is It is really mental. But as I said, like, just seeking help is good. And if you're somebody that doesn't want to seek help, I have a thing that I found this, this year. It works for me. Journaling. So I have a journal and I write down every single thing that goes on in my life. Every single thought that I have, I write it down. And it's like I'm just talking back to myself. So if you read it, it's a conversation with myself. Mm. Um, and I'm just talking about everything that I'm going through and certain remedies that I can apply to, to, to solve these issues. Um, and then I go back and read it probably a month after and I'll journal again to say, all right, entry 10, I am still at this point, I am still at that point, but I'm mm-hmm. getting better with this point and that point. So journaling actually helps a lot um, and I recognize that this year. I've been, I've been a huge fan of journaling now. Yeah, same actually. I've been starting to write down a lot of different things and for me it was actually because of someone I was with. Yeah. I used to see her do it all the time and it used to puzzle me why it would help her so much until I really, like an altercation happened and I really saw where it helped her. Like you speaking to yourself. Um, I think it's an underrated thing to just get up every morning and think. Yeah. Because that's, that's what has helped me keep my calm demeanor all the time. I usually spend like a good 10 to 15. Now it turns into like an hour. Mm-hmm. Just sitting and thinking, reflecting on everything yes. that can just come in my mind. I, I don't try to like box it by picking a starting topic. Mm-hmm. I just usually just try to sit when I'm in my silence, whatever just comes to me, and I just go off for that. And that's even how I came up with this idea for the podcast. <laughs> you just never know what you can think about and taking the time to really like visit that mental realm, I think is really important. Um, And you said it that somebody who you were with, you saw them doing it. I've been through two relationships that I saw um, these persons journaling. And at the time, like my impression was like, oh, this is some girly stuff. Like I never take myself and, and write down any of my thoughts. Like I think I'm too manly for that. And it's when I was at a breaking point and I think I was, I thought I was losing it mentally. And I took up the book um, because I even have a journal. I got that gift two years ago. So that's how long I had my journal without mm. using it. 
and I turned to the first page and I just started to write and I, I couldn't stop. Like there was so much in me that I was writing down and so much that I didn't even know that I had in me. But as I was writing, the thoughts came, the thoughts came, the thoughts came and I was just writing, 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 writing. And while I was writing, I was, as I said, like I, I kind of find remedies as to how I can solve these issues that I'm going through. And I write down the remedies and then I went back to my first um, journal entry and I mean, I have improved. I can say that I have improved. I mean, I have so much more work to do on myself. Mm-hmm. Um, but I have improved. And seeking improvement and accepting that you have some some form of progress is, is good. Because we look at it too and we're like, oh, um, I'm having this mental issue. And sometimes we don't even realize that we've gotten over a piece of it because mm-hmm. we're dwelling on the whole aspect of it. We don't even realize that we've gotten over some of it. Mm-hmm. So as I say, like, journaling, it's, it's really good. Like, I really understand, especially the part where you said that sometimes you don't realize you've gotten over it mm-hmm. because to give you a story, about a year and a half ago, I was in a car accident where mm-hmm. I took my car. Yeah. And... I didn't even realize I had trauma from it until I got a new car. And now I realize that every time I make a hard right turn, I remember it. Wow. That's, that, that is trauma. Yeah. But sometimes it just takes something for you to really realize that and really think about it. And it, it's not until one day I was going to country and I made the hard right turn, I remember. And it hit you. And it hit me. And then I realized it always hits me when I do that <laughs> one thing. So wow. I think even just to take the time to realize those things about yourself mm-hmm. is really important. And some people take mental health to mean that, oh, you're going crazy or, oh, you um, think that you're going out of your mind. Mm-hmm. But sometimes it's, Going out of your mind is not the right way to say it. No. You're going into your mind. Yes, yes. And you're trying to really think about it and say, how can I be a better person from this situation? Because mm-hmm. there's nothing in life you cannot use to be better. Yeah. I, think, I really think that that's something that a lot of people forget. Yeah. There's no thing that's not meant to happen. There's nothing that is destined for you. And sometimes you just need to know to take it and make it into a better situation. Exactly. And it's it's good that you shared about your um, mental issue with your accident. I have something that been that it, it has been bothering me since I was six years old. Mm-hmm. And that's the death of my dad. Mm-hmm. So my dad died in a car accident um, when I was six. I'm 20. So this is something that I've been struggling for 20 years. Yeah. This year is 21 years. Yeah. Um, the 2nd of November. Yeah. And I have been... Sh- yeah, mm-hmm. thanks. And I have been struggling with it for 21 years, the death of my dad. Um, and each year I try to improve. I mean, I'll fall back on, on many issues because I didn't grow up with a father figure. I mean, my mom did everything that she could and, 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 and I love my mom to death. Love her. And big up all moms everywhere. Yeah, big up all the moms. <laughs> and she did everything that she could to be a mother and a father to me. But then not having that manly figure still affected me and it affects me even to this day because mm-hmm. there are times that I would love to have some manly guidance. Um, mm-hmm from a dad but I don't have a dad so I can't get that mm-hmm. so I have to seek like d- 
dig within myself to kind of get over that mm-hmm. something that has been bothering me for 21 years now mm-hmm. um to cope with it um this shirt that i have on today it's it's my dad's shirt mm-hmm. um so i wear it whenever i feel in low i wear it when i have exams when i have presentations mm-hmm. um i also call it my lucky shirt i feel mm-hmm. lucky when i have it on mm-hmm. and and this is one way i cope mentally with it um i have stuff um from my dad and I keep them. Um, he crashed in a Suzuki Swift and I still have the emblem of the Swift of his car mm-hmm. with me. I keep that. You know, these are things that I hold on to and, and, and I mean, it kind of calms me down. Um, I have pictures of him and, and looking at the pictures calms me down too. But then just looking at pictures, just feeling um, clothes, material, things that he had isn't enough you see that physical bond of a father. Um, and I say, like, I journal about this. Journaling has helped me with this a lot. Um, I, I write down how I feel about it. Um, I write down how I wish it was. I, I, I write down what would I say to him if, I, if he was here with me today. And I look at other things because my dad died when he was 70 plus. Mm-hmm. And I look at it and I say, well, all right, maybe if he died when I was at this age, I'd probably go mad because I couldn't see myself dealing with it now than then. So I think even that, I look at it just as some th- closure to say, all right, it happened when I was six and it's, I'm 26 now and mm-hmm. it has taken me this long to kind of squash um, all these raging emotions that I have about not having a father. Mm-hmm. But if it happened now, I'd probably go sick. Like I'd probably gone mad because um, I couldn't deal with it now because I couldn't imagine it. So, I mean, I look at it from that standpoint also. But, I mean, that's something that has been bothering me for 21 years. And, I mean, as I said, I struggle so much with it, but it's it's getting better. It's getting better. I don't think it will fully be resolved, but Mm -hmm. each year I try to be at peace. And that's important that word peace is yeah, really, really important. important. Like if you can't have peace, um, it, you're in trouble. You're in trouble. If you can't find peace within, not just in a situation, but within yourself, mm-hmm. with, it, with accepting that, you know, this has happened already. Um, I need to move on. I need to grow from this situation. Mm-hmm. Then um, you're doomed. And I had to do that because I, I finished my bachelor's degree in psychology and I'm now submitting my practicum thesis to complete my master's in in science and that's in human resource development Mm -hmm. um and if i didn't look into myself and say hey giovanni you need to get up and grow and stop having this affect you mentally i couldn't do any of that there are times when i when i wanted to stop my degree i wanted to stop from going to school i wanted to, to just stop living not killing myself but just stop living generally i just wanted a pause in my life Mm. and i had to dig down and i said no you have to grow. You have to grow, bro. You really have to get up and be a man and move on from certain situations, even if you can't get through it fully. Like, there has to be a point where you just put up your hand and say, listen, um, I just need to get over at least a piece of it so that I can ha- be at peace within myself. So, I mean, I- I'd like to think that I'm doing good because of looking into myself. And I know that he's proud. I really know that he's proud of what I'm doing. So, that pushes me too. That pushes me too. Um, so, yeah. yeah. The thing is, I think like a big 
important part of what you just said is that you know all of that. Yeah. You get me? You have done all of that self-reflection and you know that, hey, your dad is proud of you. Hey, you know that you couldn't have given up yet. Mm-hmm. And I think all of that is a, how can I say, a base for greatness. Yeah. Because you're in that mental state of knowing that things will get better. Um, not, not everything will, not, nothing is forever, but at the same time, greatness is um, a path. Yeah, it so, is. I really like the place that you're in right mm-hmm. now because I think that you are um know that you've been doing good but you're there's a lot of room for growth and you know that. Yes. Yes. So it's and I think that's all because of your mental maturity. Yes. That has nothing to do with like physical actions no. necessarily. It's just about what you have like dug into yourself and figured out in life. Like for me, um, I'm still in university, so I'm still, you know, trying to finish my degree. Yeah. And um, of course, there are times when I just think that, you know, we all think that links are in Jamaica, so from you have a job, you're good. Yeah. And you know, you will carry on to the process. But I think the degree is a part of my journey, so I'll it never is. give up on it that. It is. And I think that be finishing it is a is a step to myself to say, yo, this is your beginning for your greatness. Indeed. That's one. Two, in everything I do, I'm always focused on how does it make me better as a person. Not necessarily just the wealth, even though wealth is important. Sometimes mm-hmm. you have to think about what does it really do for you? Yeah. Because if you think about money all the time, you get yourself in bad situations. It is. That's true. So... I really think that it's more about the knowledge per se, because if you have knowledge, you'll always make money. Yeah. Um, the so for my story, I think right now where I am is just about learning how to be great. God, the greatness will come. I think if you have the mindset, you know the greatness will come. Yeah. You you will be great. You'll be financially successful, and you will like have all of your dreams come true. I mean, I think. A big part of your dreams coming true is your dreams. Yeah. <laughs> you have to think and create those dreams for yourself. Be be realistic, but at the same time, be unrealistic with your dreams. Because mm-hmm. you have to think outside of the box to create something new. So if you're holding yourself in a box of realism, how can you ever create something great? And when... I have aspirations or goals. Normally, there's something you call smart goals. Yeah. You know, uh, measurable, attainable, realistic, um, timely. I don't remember what S is for. Um, Specific. Yeah. yeah, Specific. So I try to align everything that I need to do, even if it's regarding to my mental health. Mm. All improvements that I need to do has to be aligned with smart goals. Mm. So they have to be specific, have to be specific, measurable, attainable, um, realistic and timely mm. and, and, and I try that every time I achieve it I'll just take it off and say alright great that's improvement even if it's small yeah. because people don't know how to celebrate small wins I mean me starting to write down my thoughts that's a win because mm. that's something that will be contributive to the bigger picture within my mental health so we need to even accept that that even a small percentage of growth is growth no matter what 
it could be 0.5, it is still an improvement and it is still something that is positive and you should look into um, in a positive light. Um, but as I said, mental health, it's, it's, it's vast and it's something that we underplay for years, especially within a Jamaican culture, mm-hmm. how men are stigmatized, how men are looked upon. I mean, mental health and men is just something that will always be... Will be, be, be. It's, a, it's a topic that we'll be talking about for years. And I hope to talk about it for years. The thing is, a big part of what I wanted this podcast to be, right, is we always say that, for example, this topic, right? Mm-hmm. It's a topic, obviously, a lot of people talk about. And yeah. a lot of it. But do we talk about it, though? Do we push that information to the people that need to hear it? Exactly. Do we... Because... Me and you, we are in our mid-twenties going on to 30, right? Yeah. There's a kid out there that's 12 who's starting, starting St. George's College who has no idea what school is like right exactly. now. There are kids who have been at home for two years not even knowing what their school actually looks like. Yes. <laughs> not even knowing who their friends, who they talk to all the day on Zoom yeah. actually look like. Yeah. And like for me, I, I couldn't even imagine going to George's at this time. Yeah, I couldn't even yeah. imagine sitting there in front of a computer because we'd be in class. I'm gonna pay exactly. attention. Just imagine me in exactly me <laughs> in front of in, a computer uh, screen, and then I try to get me to pay attention. No, and I couldn't even do it. I've spent the last year and a half of my master's program being online, and the, the classes are for three hours, mm-hmm. and it hurts me to sit down in one place to listen to a lecture for three hours. And don't get me wrong, I love school. I love school, but um, I couldn't do it. The, 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 the online thing affects me mentally. Mm. I'm used to being around my classmates, being in class, giving mm. jokes, listening also, and just kind of getting everything that is being taught to me. But through this online medium, I mean, it affected me. Um, I, I, it's grateful. I'm grateful for it, though, because mm-hmm. the exam system has changed a bit in the favor of students. Yeah. But teaching the material affects students. I, I went through a whole semester learning accounts and stats online, mm-hmm. a topic that is very sensitive with numbers and should be taught within a face-to-face way. I learned that online. Yeah. I learned that online. You don't even get the chance to, like, elaborate on your question. That's exactly. what I like to say because you can ask questions online yeah. but sometimes to elaborate on your question is taking away from all of the exactly. other students. Exactly. And sometimes it's just hard. Like I don't even know how to express that. So imagine you are struggling at that in university level mm-hmm. where imagine a basic kid, a basic school kid learning math yeah. for the first time. Exactly. That. That's horrific. It just sounds (laughs) horrific to me. But that's why I think that the mental health of it all should not be just focused on men. But the boys and the girls, women. I mean, we're going to have a whole conversation about About women. mental health and women. But I think for the guys, especially because they they try to put us in a box with a stigma that we should, you know, always be mentally strong and... I'm not saying that we shouldn't, we should appreciate them for not being as strong. I'm saying that we should be able to lend them a hand when they are down and bring them up 
Don't I be agree. afraid for tell your brethren. Say, yo, man, no, you're acting like you're okay, but well, you're, you're not. not okay. You're not okay. And me as your friend, I'm going to help you up yeah. and push you. Because I know you have, you know you have it in you. Yeah. You don't need my hand in it. You just need my hand right now. Yeah. <laughs> so just take your time. Think about it. And don't be afraid to say, yo, this is how I deal with stuff. I don't know if that is like something where you open to, yeah. but this is how I deal with stuff. And it's crazy how just talking to somebody helps because... You'll go from talking about your problem and your problem moves. Um, the conversation moves from talking about your problem to something totally different because of how comfortable you are now mm-hmm. with talking. And sometimes the conversations end and you don't even remember what the problem was in the first place because of how much talking helped you. So, I mean, just reaching out to a friend. Um, studying your friends is important also. Studying your men friends, your male friends. And people might say, oh... Um, I don't want to study in a man. Um, that's not in my um, vocabulary to do that. But I kind of look at my friends and, and have an a idea of who they are. Mm-hmm. Um, if you're somebody who is active and I say that you're not active, I'm going to message you. I'm going to say, bro, you're not active. If you post every single day and you go three days without posting, I'm going to say, bro, you don't post this in three days. Like, are you okay? Yeah. Talk to me. Well, go on. Let me know what's up. Like, is there any way that I can help you? Um, and I remember I had a small synth, um was going through something very small. And a friend of mine picked up just in the midst of it. He's like, bro, I know you're not good. Like, I just sense it. Are you okay? No, he didn't say you're not good. He said, are you okay? And I mm-hmm. said, no. And he said, I figured. I figured. I just sense something with you that you're not okay. Mm-hmm. And I don't want to know what you're going through. Don't tell me. But you're going to be okay. And him telling me that I'm going to be okay, a burden came off my shoulder. Like, I felt better mm-hmm. for somebody to just look at me and say, bro, you're going to be okay. You don't know how strong of a person you are, and you're a role model to me. I didn't even know that I was a role model to this guy. I didn't mm-hmm. know that. And he says, that I look up to you, and you're a positive guy, and I respect that, and I respect you as a person. So don't worry. Whatever you're going through, I don't want to hear it because I can't manage what you're going through right now. Mm-hmm. But listen, bro, you're going to be fine. And, and, and within an hour, I was okay just because of a small message. Sometimes it is a small message. I always say you're uplifting the people around you makes you better. Yeah. So you have to remember that everyone has different backgrounds and everyone comes from a different place. So everyone's in a different place. Mm-hmm. So you have to make sure, say... Um, you are open to their, how can I say, where the place that they are in. So, like, if I'm down and you're down, we have to be open that of the idea that we're both in a different place. Yeah. And that's why I don't like to compare grief because even the smallest thing can be huge for somebody. somebody like, Someone could have just tripped and them whole day Messed mash up. up. Yeah. Because that trip mean more to them. We don't know exactly. what, what... Maybe they messed up them shirts and them have an important interview and this had a fourth interview them ago. Oh. And, you know, they haven't gotten through to any of them. They even message them back. And, you know, them, they just wanted today to go so perfect for them. Yeah. So I really never try to compare grief because I really don't know what nobody I got through. Yeah. And growing up, 
I kind of know now to separate, as you said, grief from gimmicks. Yeah. Um, you know, because we play certain games and, 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 and joke about the simplest things that affects person that we don't even know about. Mm-hmm. And I think growing up and being older has made me recognize that. Um, if uh, as a quick side note, this is seven years at St. George's College. <laughs> <laughs> that, that taught you so much yes. about that specific yes. thing. Because you just don't know what, which one of the men them got you yeah, what. Yeah. And you just... But the games was always there and the games was always fun. Yeah. But it was just how, learning how to balance them yes. knowing... Yes. Even though seven years at St. George's College can teach you so much how to even deal with separating or being dealing with how people turn your grief into gimmicks. Yeah. Um, I've seen somebody with one ears, one somebody with, um, yeah, one ears and one And I'm pretty sure that's teasing somebody, calling them one But um, it, it, it eventually, you become so cool with everybody calling you one that sometimes you don't even know that you, you have one ears. Um, yeah, and the apart. nickname kind of come off as love after a while. Exactly, because it's... we say one and people might looking in might mm-hmm. say, whoa, they're so disgusting. But we just do it for a laugh and that's how, that's as far as how we'll take it. Mm-hmm. We won't go into it, um, mm-hmm. but we're just going to call you one because we want to laugh anytime we see you. But we won't say, oh my God, a good say you have one ears. We're not going to go in it and be discriminated. Yeah, and sometimes it just begins that way, isn't yeah. it? We see it, we give our name, um, we call it that. Maybe it was funny in the beginning, but after a while it just becomes like, as I say, yo, that's on my bridging. Yeah. We have that name. Yeah. Isn't it? It's yeah. just, it's just a matter of love, isn't it? That's yeah. why I think, especially for guys, we don't really take big offense to like nicknames. No, we don't. We don't. We don't really take we it. Don't. It's just, uh, that's another thing. Yeah. It's just something you have to live with after a while. <laughs> and even after a while, it grows on you. Yeah. It grows on you. But as I said, this is going to be an ongoing topic. And I'm sure we're going to have like vast conversations about this. Yeah. The next conversation, most likely, will be about anxiety. Because yes. I think anxiety is something I want to talk about by itself. Yeah. Because that's a powerful thing. Yeah. So... Quick hitters. These are just random questions I have for you. Mm-hmm. Um, what do you say to the young you? What do you say to, I don't know, what do you say to the six-year-old you now? Nothing is impossible. What I'd say to the six-year-old me is that you have grown so much. What bothered you then has really improved now to the six-year-old me. Um, you are becoming a man every day. And all these hurts and traumas are the reason why you are who you are today. One message you wish could everyone in the world could hear. Love yourself. Um, Love yourself. That's that. That's that's the love yourself. That's it. Um, because we undermine self love so much. I really think. I think that is a powerful message. Because I think that some people are so focused on loving everybody else, but they forget Self. themselves. In, in the, the end, it's in like giving end. away money, and yeah. you give away your money, and you realize you don't have any for yeah. yourself. Yeah. 
Um, you seem like someone who reads. Yes. So you said two books. Um, actually, with the aid of my friend Nikolai Bedassi, we started a book club. Um, actually started that this month. And um, two books is that I'd recommend. Laws of Leadership and Laws of Power. Okay. Laws of Power is a great book. Yes. Um, three songs that speak to you. Three songs that speak to me. Um, three songs that speak to me. That one is tough. <laughs> yeah, man. If you, had to, if you had to define your journey in three songs, not just where you are now, but you know where you're going. Yeah. Just pick three. So it can be three songs for any genre. Three songs. Um, wow. <laughs> <laughs> Love is My Religion mm-hmm. by Ziggy Marley. Um, that's one that sticks out to me. Um, Don't Worry About a Thing, that mm-hmm. Bob Marley. That helps me too. Um, and there's something about this Shaggy song, but it speaks about a woman, strength of a woman. Mm-hmm. Um, but the lyrics of the song, I apply it to myself. Mm-hmm. You know, so amazing how this world is made. One of God is a woman. And going into the lyrics, um, it's powerful. And I, I don't know, I know I'm talking about a woman, but... For me, I look at the lyrics and how powerful the lyrics is, it motivates me to be strong within myself. I usually think that that's a very motivational song. You yeah, know? A lot of is. the things I, I think about, when, when I hear the song, sometimes I think about my mom. Yeah. So I say, sometimes it's just how my mom talked to me. Yeah. Made me feel good. <laughs> I don't know what to say. Yeah. I don't know what to tell people. Yeah. Um, four dinner guests, dead or alive, can be anybody. But just four people you'd love to have a, like a proper conversation with. Wow. Um, I'm an avid football supporter, so I would love to have a dinner conversation with Jurgen Klopp, Steven Gerrard. Um, I really want to sit down and have a conversation with the Prime Minister also. And Joe Willis. Yeah. So he would be one. And uh, lastly, my dad. Yeah, that would be a powerful conversation. Yeah, my dad. I think that would be. Um, so I would say most important moment in your life so far. Most important moment in my life so far. Um, completing a master's degree. Completing a master's degree. That's the most important moment in my life today. Mm-hmm. Completing that degree. Um, I also look towards being a PhD candidate. Mm-hmm. Um, so when that happens, that would be the next important thing. But for now, a master's degree. that is achieving a master's degree. So guess on the show, who would you like to hear speak about any topic? Because as I said, this show is just about meaningful conversation. Nikolai Bedassi. You know, so Adam said Nikolai Bedassi too. <laughs> yeah, that's a good friend of mine. Shout out to Nikolai Bedassi. Um, one of the most knowledgeable persons I know mm-hmm. in my life. One of the brightest persons I know, one of the most aspiring persons I know, Nikolai Bedassi. And we'll have the conversation, just to think of the topic. But, you know, we'll get there. Yeah, He does law, so we can speak about law. Yeah, man, I'm going to actually speak about him 
to him and Zoe separately about love. Great. So it will be, you know, a very important conversation. Great. Um, and lastly, so I'll ask everybody on the show just to say the name of the show. Introduce the show any way you want to introduce it. Introduce it? Yeah. So you can just say, hi, this is Just Us. Okay, you can say it any way you want to say it. Hi, good afternoon. This is Just Talk and welcome to our podcast. Today we have speaking Giovanni Bonito and the topic today is mental health. 